graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Good evening. I'm Erica Lost. NATO forces bombed Serbia and Kosovo. An unidentified man is being held for questioning by the FBI for suspected links to last month's biological virus deaths. In local news, a dog named Hero takes the grand prize at the annual, I wish I could tell you more pertinent news. But we're in a rating system here, and the key factor is sensationalism. They've got you running in circles, nine to five, then five to nine, you're mine. I tell you what they want you to know, and you consider it the truth. Nobody is opening their eyes. Our global economy is depleting the world of our lives and natural resources. And are you happy? Come on! I work for the system. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I'm not a cat. I don't say meow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Go move. 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 Your podcast will fast, will fast, will fast. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show, and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit Two Strangers One Podcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And take I keep two. take two. As soon as we started recording, the phone rings at Paul's house because who still has like a landline phone? But like our parents and stuff like that. But coming to Paul's house today, uh, totally fucking. I you know Chris I, is getting scared. I had no idea. I mean, okay, I knew you lived in the fucking country, and, it, and like a couple episodes back, we were driving behind that truck that had the Trump stuff all over it, but. Uh, we made a we made a diversion and we went down a, a, another road today and went to the Seven Eleven, and holy shit! All right, so it was just about noon when we went to the Seven Eleven. So, I mean, I expect obviously around noon you got a bit of a rush at a Seven Eleven. There was a fucking line from the counter to the door when we got there. So that's one thing, and you know, and that's not a big deal. You know, what I'm saying a Seven Eleven being rushed at, at noon, okay, but okay, let's talk about the characters that were in this fucking Seven Eleven. Right when I left, there was a guy coming in wearing overalls, like the good old-fashioned denim overalls, like a good old... There was that, that big old girl with the cowboy boots, that, that, I don't know, she was trying to get her kid like a fucking slurpy that. And then, uh, the, 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 and, and not that these are, it's like a redneck thing, but it's like a douchey kind of thing. It's right, but it is a redneck thing. Right where, right where we parked, there were two, like, douchey guys early 20s one of the guys had like ironic sunglasses like the like cheesy style sunglasses uh they were vaping outside of a fucking camaro and it's like jesus christ you can't get any more fucking like you know white trash than that so what what the fuck paul <laughs> what's going on why we why do you i i don't know i can't this is i told you like where i where my parents live it's it's the country, and I, I really do like the country, but 
you know, for people that uh, have lived in the city all their life, <laughs> Chris, um, <laughs> yeah. you're not used to this shit, so. But I mean, I live, like, when I lived in Pennsylvania, I was just south of Philly for a little while, and I remember one time I got lost, and I pulled up to that station or whatever, and I'm like, I, you know, and this is like before, like, map, like, I mean, I guess, no, 99, so they had, like, they just about had map quite, and I was, but I was lost, so I was like, I'm, I'm not from around here, and they got, I could tell, like, <laughs> oh, fuck, that's it, I'm done. Yep. But uh, here we are. It's not that bad here. Yeah. <laughs> here we are celebrating pretty much the, not celebrating, but, you know, the summer's coming to an end. Yeah. You know, it's sort of, it's weird because the summer always goes by so fast. I mean, not that it really made a big deal for me because, I mean, I'm saying shit like that. The summer started out good for, was good for me, and then now it's just like, yeah. let's just have this be over with and hopefully things go back to the way it needs to be back. Gotcha, gotcha. But you, you don't said, want to do, do you want to get into that or no or no? Uh, well, I, mean, well, I mean, obviously, there's a reason I'm at my parents' house. Was, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, not that you know, just and I'm I'm surprised there's no Oscar letter this week, but maybe well, he'll, he could respond about that. I mean, but, I mean, I don't want to go too far into it, but I mean, I kind of got kicked out. Yeah. I I feel like we're still together, but I don't know how she how she would put it honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, much working on getting back together, but. Uh, it's, you know, you come home from a long day of work and all of a sudden you get hit with something and you're just like, okay, this is wonderful. Pack your... Well, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like pack your shit. Thankfully. And it's like, but I mean, a lot of your stuff is still there. You know, your your fucking boxes and boxes of anime DVDs are still there. But so yeah. I mean, I mean, it's if if it, I don't think it's a permanent just. And it's weird, like being like when when you're like a guy like let's say like being a friend of someone in this situation like you know like obviously I got your back or you know but it's like I don't want to bad talk anybody because like what if you guys get back together <laughs> you know like you know because as a friend you want to be supportive and be like oh you know screw that and screw her and all you know and then like you say you talk all that shit and then like oh yeah we're back together oh Chris remember when we were <laughs> remember you said. Fuck her. <laughs> you know, all right. So, you know, so in a, in a situation like, like this, I'll, I'll reserve I've my had, opinions. Well, you know, I, I've had a lot of people that have supported including yourself. So it's not like, you know, I've been going through this kind of by myself. I've been, you know, a lot of people have basically been like, you know, just been there to support. And obviously my parents are, my, I think my father's just like, oh yeah, you stay whenever as long as you want. That's the way I feel like sometimes, because it's just like, and my mother, my mother's just like, my mother loves me, but she's like, you can just, you know, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's, you know, coming from, like, me being a guy, like, been through a divorce, you know, baby mama drama, you know, I mean, I've been single for a while, like, part of me is like, yeah, man, just fucking, just be on your own, man. You well, know? <laughs> so let me, I'll be a little bit more honest about this, I guess, so it's, I guess the best lesson that you can you can take out of what's happening to me is you never know making mistakes until something like this happens. Mm-hmm. Also, sometimes the other person in the situation doesn't realize they're such a loving individual that it's like, for them to sit there and say, well, didn't you see the signs? No, not really. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, 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 I mean let me put it to you this way. Like, Kelsey is one of the most loving people that I've ever met. She's very, and I'm not saying this just to suck up or anything. I'm being serious. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's always, I love you. It's always, I miss you. It's always, you know, how was your day? 
you know, it wasn't really anything that just was like in my face. Now, I knew I had some issues. For example, the other day I just went to the doctors. Uh, and I don't want to go for, I'm probably not going to do it today, but I have to go get lab work done. And, you know, as much as I don't want to admit how much I weigh right now, I weigh 188 pounds. Boy. So I have to, I got to get, go get a gym membership, take care of that, because that, I think that's the heaviest I've ever, ever been. And I'm not going to go over 300. I, I, um, and I'm, I'm the enabling asshole where, like, <laughs> for the podcast, I'm like, let's go. Oh, look like, at the pizzas yeah. over there. Yeah, there we go, buddy. Yeah. Like, before, like, well, I mean, it was sort of like, you know, we we're getting, like, first we were just getting, like, snacks or whatever. And then the girl's like, there's two pizzas for $8. I'm like, fuck it, let's get it. Let's yeah, get that bastard. So, so what the, the problem was is, like, I have this, I've been getting very, like, tired during the day. So, like, all of a sudden I'll just. Like, be very tired and fall asleep. Yeah. So, I haven't been really getting that good of sleep. So, I went for a referral yesterday to get a uh, sleep study Sleep study yeah. done. And I'm just sitting there. So, you get the referral. Then you actually have to go see the doctor. And then it's gonna. Then you get your appointment. It's just like... And that's not even until November, Chris. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been through that. Like, before I had my surgery, like, I had, you know, I had to go for the sleep apnea. So... I have like, I and then I'm nowhere near how many appointments my stepdaughter had. Like, I feel like I'm I'm getting to that stage now because like, I have one appointment a month for things, mm-hmm. one appointment for my my. You can see how my skin is. Um, I used to use this this cream called Ellendale. Mm-hmm. I lost insurance for a while, so I didn't I didn't get any more. Now that I have insurance again, which I've had, I'm gonna go get it again because it's starting to get like all over my. The, the way that you you know what it is is it gets on your chest too, so I need to get it because it's like here and it's uh-huh. it's not so much here it's more here. Mm-hmm. This this will go and then dry up and the skin will fall off. I'm good. Uh-huh. This it's still there and I'm just like, all right, well I'll take care of that. But the point I was trying to make was is I knew there was an issue with my sleep, you know, snoring whatever it was, and I wasn't doing as much and I knew that was an issue. And I was, the only thing that I had set up was in a, was a physical. But once this happened, I was like. Uh, you guys need to get me in and fucking do this right now. I'm not going to lose this girl over fucking something this stupid. Mm-hmm. And they finally were like, okay, well, we have an appointment on the 27th. I was like, fuck, let's do this. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm working on myself to make myself better. I think she's working on herself in a different manner. Because, you know, you have to understand, like, I don't think, I think sometimes she thinks that she's, She's not like she can't do things herself. Do things herself. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is like, you see how expensive shit is. Mm-hmm. You can't do things by yourself. No, you can't even go to college these days without. Yeah, it's it's honestly like, and I'm not gonna go off on a tangent. It's not even worth worth going to college. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, if honestly, you know, they they sit there and they say, well, we're gonna get rid of your your loans. Not no, well, wait, Trump's never mind. Um, <laughs> I mean, when Obama was around, he's like, oh, yeah, we should be getting rid of your loans. And I'm sitting there going, well, what about the private loans? Yeah. Like, I was looking up on, uh, what is it, Citizens Bank is offering stuff. Yeah. And it would be a higher interest rate. It would be like $30 less than I'm paying a month, but it would be a higher interest rate. And I'm like, why would I want to do that mm-hmm. to myself? And I'm like, if it gets to a point, because I don't know if you, you don't have any student loans, but yeah. for those of you that do have student loans... 
I'm sure you've been noticing that if you don't have a fixed rate, it's been going up. Yeah. Like every single month, like almost every month or two months, I've had an interest rate increase. It's like, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. It's to the point where I might have to take that offer from Citizen. Yeah. Because even at a like, even if I fixed it at like 6%, uh-huh. it's still a lower payment. I'm not worried. You know, I got more money in my pocket to do stuff, you know. And then I, I kind of wish that these politicians would wake up and be like, okay, we see that college debt is the most important. This is the, the problem. Let's relieve some of this debt, whether it be private or public, and get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Because I think that would be part of the problem. Um, so, I mean, I, I, that's pretty much all I want to really say about what's going on with, with me. I, mean, uh, I, I don't think I've said anything bad. It's just, you know. Yeah, it's just uh, like, you know, that's why we we're, we're working on work. issues, basically. Yeah. And once those issues have been resolved, hold back together. I don't see that not happening. Um, and I'm not saying that because I'm confident. I'm just, you know, we still love each other. We still miss each other. It's not like, you know. I mean, I could be wrong. To, after this podcast, I could find, you know, something some, something else happens, you know. I, I don't know. But the point that I'm trying to make is is that, you know, I don't I don't see this as a permanent solution. I see this as a temporary solution. Communication is the key. And as long as you guys are communicating, we, hopefully in the future, like, you know, with this troubled water right now, you'd be like, okay, now now the next time, if there's a couple of ripples, you go, okay, well, let's fucking address this right now. Let's sit and talk well, about it. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, for me, like, I would rather, let's go handle this issue. Let's do what we got to do. Mm-hmm. Or if it gets to a point where it comes to that, let's go for, let's go for couple counseling and take it. Because I would rather, I don't want to be by myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though, yeah, my parents are, my parents are here, like... You know, that's still me being by myself. You know, I'm not with somebody. And it hurts because, you know, you, you try to live without that person and you can't sleep properly. So now, even on top of that, now I'm not sleeping even. And it's just like, you know, what do you do? What do you, you know, don't, you think that you're doing everything right? You know, and it's just, it's just a, it's just a stressful situation. So that's kind of what I've been going through these, these last couple weeks. So, you know, I've been on and off the grid and trying to just deal with it. And, you know, I, I just hope that, you know, this will all this will all come back to together and you know, everything will be fine. And I guess with all the craziness going on, you've kind of bowed out of Comic-Con. You know. Well, I mean, I was I was thinking of going to Comic-Con this year, but then, you know, I just have way too many bills and it's... I have to, like, next year, by by April, I sh- I'll have a lot more stuff. I'll go to another con. Mm-hmm. But I don't want it. The problem is, is I went to so many cons before yeah. with Tsunami that it kind of, that debt built up on me. And then there was, you know, off, obviously paying for cars and repairs and everything. that came. So, I mean, I, I'm getting paid better at my job, and it's, that does help, but it's, you know, unless I'm a doctor, I don't, I can't pay a bill in one month. You know what I mean? So, it sucks. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, and like speaking of work, and it's funny that we're recording today, and it was sort of like we had planned to record, so that's why. So, long story short, like I'll, I should be changing jobs soon. I should be getting paid a hell you of hope. a lot, a hell of a lot more. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, don't no, knock. I mean, uh, knock on wood or whatever. Knock on whatever the hell it is. Um, <laughs> you know that I, I, you know, I might be getting a, a better job soon, and uh, and even if that doesn't follow through, I mean, there's still 
or the, the company that I'm going to be working for is looking to expand. So, you know, there's, there's that going on. Uh, because the, my boss, who, you know, it's a long story, but he's also, he's also a high school friend I've known since night one. Uh, you know, he's been, I've been going, I've been going, and he's been giving me training online and stuff like that on, on, on uh, how to get the job done and stuff like that. And with that being said, uh, like, I could have been working today. <laughs> I, I, I gave up making money today so we could record the podcast. But I mean, you know, I'm not saying, you know, and it was sort of one of those deals where like, he kind of asked me at the last minute and I was like, fucking plans tomorrow. But I mean, you know, it's, it's nice to know that he's already has, you know, and it's sort of like, he's ready to kind of like, at least maybe work part time. So I could supplement mine from the fucking bullshit yeah. that I'm at now, right now. And uh, so, you know, hopefully around the corner, you know, I'll have internet, you know, at my house and, and, and uh, you know, having a car and, you know, going getting back to a normal life. Um, yeah, but, normal life. I would like to have that back. Yes, please. Uh, what, so. Two Saturdays ago, I took the, uh, I took the test to become, and I took the test years ago. Uh, a 911 operator is like 911 dispatcher and 911 telecommunicator. So one is the, like, you're the 911 operator. Someone calls right, 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 right. And then the other one was dispatcher where you're the one in police cars and stuff like that. To, I actually, to I actually just hired a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, this is how shitty the, the city is. Mm-hmm. Um, he took everything, did everything they were supposed to. They're not even going to start hiring people until October. Like, so if you, if you took the 911 stuff and you got all that stuff taken care of, uh-huh. they're not even going to look at that until October. Yeah. And it's really stupid because it's like, so why are you waiting that long? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I understand that people, like, I understand that maybe, like, you're waiting for people to leave or something, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. But at the same time, it's like, people need jobs. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, because, like, you know, being a correction officer for 10, like, and, you know, before I was a correction officer, I was like a school safety officer. You know, I, I, there was a piece of correction. But the one I worked down in Pennsylvania was a privatized prison. Um, but, you know, I've taken civil service tests forever. And that's always the case. They're, they they always fucking drag their feet. I've, I've been on waiting lists. And, like, even when I was a correction officer, like, you know, I was on other waiting lists, you know, for other jobs at the time. And, and at the time, and I was like, you know, for what I'm doing, I might as well just stay in corrections, you know, because there, there were other jobs that was... You know, a little bit more demanding, and they paid a little bit more. But I was like, "You're not fuck it. I'll take correction right. at the time." Right. And uh, so, yeah, like having people wait is. That's why, like, when I took the original test, I took the test like when I first came to Chester, and I thought it worked like this. Because like in New York City or the state, you know, they'll hold your name on the test for years until you know, like if, if it comes up. But like, I guess here in Rochester, after a year, the the list goes away, and you have to take the. Test. And oh my god, it was so fucking hard. It's it, like the first first part of the test is um, they sit you in front of the actual like computer, like because you walk into the, you know it's the test is given at the at the building where all the the nine one nine one one operators were, and like they put you in like in front of the actual computers, but they have a program on the computer and it's it's a test and like you, you use the headphones and it's all just oh sorry about that it's all just recorded uh, recorded. Um, BS. Yeah, it's like it's someone it's someone talking to you, but it's you it's not you're not talking to a live person. It's like if you're on the other end of the phone and like the person refused to answer you, but you know, so it's like, Hi, this is Joe Smith and I'm on one, two, three, maybe and this guy, you know, I saw two guys breaking into a house and you better send some cars here quick or whatever. 
And then, like, while you're listening to that, you have to fill out all the stuff on the computer. And then, like, if the guy doesn't give you information about certain things, you have to put an X on the line. And then when all is said and done, you have, like, 30 seconds after that, and then it jumps to the next call. And then the screen itself jumps to the next call. And you're like, ah, you know, and you're trying to type, and, you know, it's stressful. And then the other one, it's it's this, it's the same kind of deal. Uh, where it's Well, that one is more like... Uh, it's telling you a scenario and you have to like dispatch cars, you know, you know there's, there's someone breaking into the house on Main Street, you know, which cars are available and you like you have to dispatch and you have to like you have like a little piece of paper and like you're supposed to keep track of what cars you dispatched over there. And it's like, you know, then, then like a later on as, as another scenario goes on, it's like, you know, the cars you dispatched to this job returned are back online or back on duty or whatever. And uh, so I took the test. I don't think I did that well. <laughs> what they tell you or? No, um, I think you get your results in the mail later on, but like it was, and it's, you know, well, because also there was the thing about that second part when you, when you have like a map in front of you, they kind of also, there is like a written part where it says, you know, uh, write what happened in this scenario. And let me tell you that I fucking aced. Like if they went by that, it's just getting it into the computer with a, like a time ticking, you know, it's, it's stressful, you know, and, and you know, I'm pretty computer savvy, but it's sort of like, ah, you know, your hands don't want to work and shit like, and so, uh, but. That, no, I understand that completely. Yeah. yeah I, I, I known like, so there was, when I first worked at my job that I currently have now, there was a girl that she was dead set on like, oh, I'm going to be a 911 operator. And she got the job, but it was like. Sitting there going like I don't want that job like I don't want to especially like in this climate if you mess something up like you're yeah, gonna be you're, the one you're recorded everything. Not only are you recorded, <laughs> but then you're gonna get brought up on charges. You're in trouble, and it's just like I don't want that. Like what happens if I make a mistake? Like there was there was a I'm trying to think of the kid's name. Um, it was in Ohio. There was a kid. Do you remember this? Like there was a kid walking around in the park and he had a toy gun, mm-hmm. but he was pointing it at people. Mm-hmm. And somebody called it in. The dispatcher didn't tell the officers that this kid had a toy gun because the guy that called in said, you know, there's this kid walking around. He's pointing a gun at people randomly. Now, I think it's a toy gun because, you know, it looks like it could be a toy gun. So you guys may just want to be whatever. Dispatcher never said that it was a toy gun. Mm-hmm. Said that you need to proceed with caution. The officers rolled up. As he rolled up, the kid points the gun at them, and then obviously, mm-hmm. you know what the officers are going to do. That was, And it was one of those cases where, you know, I kind of sat back and went, you know, as, you know, I'm a white man, so as a white person, you're not going to be, I guess, believed, or you, your opinion doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was like, why are, we, why are we going after these two police officers when they were rolling up on the scene doing their job? Why are we not going after the um, the dispatcher that fucked up? Mm-hmm. Now I'm, I'm sure that person got fired, mm-hmm. and they may have signed. They may have brought that person up on charges, and we just never heard about it out here in Rochester. But it just tells me like that, that's the kind of thing where I'm just like I don't want that kind of responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't want I don't want to fuck something up, and then somebody's life gets gets hurt because of me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It sucks. So. It is what it is, but hey, at least you got that other job. <laughs> yeah, so you know, like you know, I mean, I I don't remember. I still plan on taking civil service tests. You know, civil service for 10, 11 years of my life, and so you know, I wouldn't mind going back. And but like right now, like 
I, I have a pension right now. Like I'll have at like 55 or whatever, I'll have money coming. Not, not a lot, you know, but like, you know, even see, you know, $200 a month or something like that. It's, it's some sort of income. <coughs> because for like the first seven years of my career, they took money out of my paycheck, you know, and then, you know, for, I started at 22. So at 29, I stopped, I stopped paying it to the system. But from 29 to 55 for like those 25 years, my money's sitting with the state. Right. Just accruing, 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 and no, I oh, I still owe I owe a loan. I, I I took a loan, but when I went to my divorce, I was trying to like, well, you know, well, I refinanced my house and all this shit, and then then my divorce happened, and so it's sort of like, so I I never got a chance to pay back that loan, so I owe the state money, but even if I don't fucking give them a dime, I'm still gonna get something back. You know, I I'll get the full amount back if if I I gotta pay my loan off though. Um, yeah, you better do that as soon as possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, you did... Uh, I'll be honest with you. Like, you did the right thing when your taxes came in. You paid off that yeah, one is, bill. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, right now, like, I'm so used to living check to pay. Like, I'm so used to living, like, like you know, this week, am I going to eat? Am I going to pay my rent? You know, so, like, when the time comes, like, I'm actually making decent money, I, I could actually maybe start banking it, you know, banking it where, you know, not, you know, you know... Keep living cheaply, <laughs> and then just you know put money towards you know that that debt and stuff like. That. But yeah, I'm, I'm working. My credit my credit score did go up a little bit because that thing. Now mind you, I paid it off like months ago. Like it just came off my credit. Yeah, it takes. It, like, it, takes. It, 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 it took a while, but like you know. And then the the funny thing is, even the company that fucking handled it for me, the company that handled that was handling the debt. They called me like two months later, like, oh, you have this debt from AT&T? I'm like, no, motherfucker. I, I paid it off. Check your fucking records. But, you know, it's sort of, you know. And, and so, I mean, you could technically go get your go get a car loan now. Well, no, I still owe, I have like two other companies, but those are small ones. Like, Yeah, but if I remember correctly, like the AT&T thing was kind of like your biggest problem. Yeah, the AT&T, that's why like, I, I tackled that. And hopefully this year coming up, knock on wood, I'll tackle the other two and fucking be clear and then once again once my friend once i start working with my friend you know i might have enough money where you know i could just get a car like don't even worry about a fucking loan you know i mean i'll be honest with you it's probably if you definitely like especially if you want to get your credit up Mm -hmm. it's probably better just to get like a a cheap car where you're paying like between 100 and 150 dollars a month Mm -hmm. and just do it that way because that's that's credit in your favor you know what i mean so and, uh, so you know, yeah, I'm just kind of handling that shit right now. Uh, let me see what else do I have in my notes. Um, we're we're coming towards the end of the school. Well, end of the summer. Kids are going back to school. Yeah. And like you know, it's one of those things like on Facebook where you know we I I, I forget that you know living in New York we're different than so many other states. Kids are back to school now. Yeah, a lot of my a lot mind. of southern states will have put their kids to school sooner than us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually either the is the second to last or last week of August, of August they go back. Mm-hmm. Um, now, see, the benefit of doing that is they're out in May. Yeah. So I it. mean, you know, give or take. I mean, we we start in, in the beginning of September, and then they're out in June. So you you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, like that's the payoff. But it just it, it, it's because you know I lived in New York my whole life like. Does he go back to school before Labor Day? Like, what the fuck, man? You're killing me here. Yeah. And it was always, like, right after Labor Day. And, you know, and, like, like with my daughter, she'll be going back to school. Well, think about it this way. Like, you have these kids going back to school, and then now you have a four-day weekend. <laughs> like, like uh, that just, just feels a little stupid. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, 
you know, so it, it's, it's, you know, like my kid's going to be going back to school too. I have to yell at his school. So let me, let me tell you a little story about this. This is actually, let me bitch about this for a minute. Mm-hmm. So my kid didn't do well this year in school. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about his grades or anything. This school is the worst communication I've ever had in a school. Mm-hmm. Like he's gone to a couple different schools here in Rochester. He's gone to the city school district. And the city school district is, was better than these fucks mm-hmm. in Geneva. And I'm literally sitting here like asking them to send me homework. And the guy's like, oh yeah, I'm emailing it to you every single week. Never got one piece of, of homework. Mm-hmm. I... Uh, I finally got a hold of the the the, um, the person that was in charge of the uh, special education department. We talked over the phone. She said she would call me back. She didn't call me back. She sent me a letter, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, no, no, no. This is not what I, this is not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So now and then and then I get a letter that says, oh, your son's out of summer. Your son, uh, something about um, he's not enrolled in summer school anymore. And I said, what are you talking about? My kid doesn't go to summer school. So, what happened to, where's all this bullshit coming from? Mm -hmm. So, I'm waiting to see, like, if they try to hold my kid back, Mm -hmm. is where I'm at. Because if they do, they're going to catch all holy hell from me. Mm -hmm. And my father is, my father was a principal. Mm -hmm. And he has a, and he did a lot of stuff with the, with that county. Mm -hmm. So, if they decide to fuck with me the wrong way, they're about to get, like, rain down of hell on them so it's it's going to be an interesting school year when it comes to my son because i'm sick and tired of like just oh it's fine when he gets to high school there's going to be so many more services what about now yeah like my my son like literally throughout his whole whole school experience he's always had a teacher with him to help him stay on task and help him do what he needs to do they're not doing that and I'm like, he needs, I'm like, I'm telling you what he needs, and you're not providing it for me. And, like, it's to the point where I'm going to be like, listen, if you don't provide one for my kid, then I'm going to call the educate, the state of New York State of Education to come in here, and then they're going to make you do it. Mm-hmm. So, either you just do it, or you're just going to get in a bunch of trouble and do it anyways. Mm-hmm. So, which one do you want? <laughs> you know, and my kid's not stupid. It's just he's, you know, he, he has a hard time focusing. Mm-hmm. When he focuses, he does well. Mm-hmm. When he doesn't focus, he does terrible. And this was a year that it kind of whatever. And I'll, be, I'll, I'll admit, like, this year got kind of away with me. It, this last school year, um, I kind of wasn't, I should have been paying attention a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Which is another problem. This year, no, 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 like today or this week, I'm going to email his, that special ed person and be like, look. He needs to be, every time that his homework, there's homework due, if it's not done, it needs to come to me. And you need to email it to me. Or somebody needs to email it to me. Mm-hmm. Okay? If that is not done, we're going to have a conversation. And you're not going to like my conversation. Because I'm getting sick of, like, again, as a parent, you get sick and tired of these people fucking with your, your kid. Like, so my kid's going to suffer until he gets to high school because... Oh, we don't have any services, uh, the proper services here. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. Really? Gotcha. Really? And they're going to do another test on my kid and it's going to do the exact it's going to do exactly what I said. It's going to be, "Oh, well he needs to have somebody with him." Mm-hmm. Duh! <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I'm the parent. I know what my son needs. 
I'm not stupid. Can we just do this? And can you actually listen to me for once? Yeah. You know? It, it's it's really, it, it just, it, uh, I've never really talked about that, but it, that's, that's another thing that's going to be going on too this year. And then I'm going to have to be the fucking asshole to sit there and, and literally like, light their asses on fire. Because, mm-hmm. like, I call... Like, here, here's another example. I call the principal, and the principal just sends me to the, the guy that's in charge of whatever. I'm like, no, no, I want to talk to you. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk to this asshole. I want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So, you I don't know. I gotta... It, it's going to be an interesting year. Let's put it that way. And I, I'm not... Uh, I'm not looking forward to... How this year's gonna end? I, I mean, I got a lot of doctor's appointments. I got to take care of this with my kid. You know, hopefully everything will come back together with my girl, and I, and I hope that'll that'll definitely happen. I'm gonna work my ass off to make sure that happens. So it's not gonna be my problem if it doesn't. But you know, gotcha. we'll see. And I think with that, we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number 8. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, crude. I know, really. Right? the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore i am in the most sincerest of senses disappointed in you it takes a powerful goddess like connie jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it oh, i'm still tripping out over that even as a kid i was like i gotta find a girl like that every week i, I get a new look of disappointment that i never thought i could get it's out of unimaginable at 12 years old you should not be watching this obviously at 13 you should not be 14 you should be i'm not entirely sure even 17 year olds should be watching this just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything Dude, that kept little history up. doll yeah, popping absolutely. up at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Sia. Click and Hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. Pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The Click and Hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. 
Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click-the-letter-n-hit.com. That's clickandhit.com. And now for listeners of Two Strangers, One Podcast, you can use promo code STRANGERS and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com. That's promo code STRANGERS for 10% off your purchase. And we're back. All right, so uh, enough, uh, enough with the re- real reality. Let's, <laughs> let's get to some escapism. Let's get to the nerdy news. Uh, let's see. Last episode, we spoke about James Gunn being let go. Uh, well, apparently, uh, Disney's script. Okay. Because, uh, you know, like Dave Bautista. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I love Dave Bautista, but they could have gotten rid of him in this heartbeat. But No. What happened was, is all those other actors and actresses came forward and said, no, no, no. Fuck you. Even, even what's his name? Uh, was it Chris Evans? Chris yeah. Evans is the one that's really religious, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because even he came forward and was like, no, this, is, this isn't wrong. I don't really condone what he said, but there again, that was 10 years ago. Yeah, and it's, a, it's supposed to be like, you know, and like in Chris, I think Chris Evans' angle is, you know, it's about forgiveness and growing up. And it's like, he grew up a lot in the past 10 years. He's not that person he was anymore. Right. And I think it would be like, I mean, I don't know what his, I, I think the script was already written before Probably. the controversy. But like... If they if they did a storyline like a storyline about like redemption and and you know and then yeah and the joke would and the funny thing is like right now like the Star Lord character people are mad at Star Lord from right. Infinity War you know this, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Infinity War but like you know it's Star Lord like you know they just about have almost captured Thanos Thanos and they're about to pull the fucking Infinity Glove off his hand Star Lord does something stupid and fucks it all up so like if they did something where it kind of redeems Star Lord in a way, like he did. You know, I made a mistake. Please forgive me. You know, <laughs> well, it sort of be like a weird meta script where, like, you know, like, you know, you know, oh, he was a jerk back in the, yeah, and you know, in the beginning of the movies, he was a jerk. He was, you know, he had the purple girl in, in, the, in the spaceship, and he forgot that she was even there, and you know, he was he was raised by all these fucking Ravager pirate guys and shit. Like, you know, sort of like, you know, I'm, I'm a good guy now. I really am a hero. I, you know, <laughs> it's my well, story. I mean, and then there's the, uh, if you've seen, there's a video out there. It's, it's the animations, uh, but where they show like five different ways to uh, stop Thanos. Oh, yeah. And one of the things was, is, is Iron Man kills Star-Lord before he does that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, shoots him, yeah, in the head. Um, the, one, the one that's really funny about that is... Uh, Thanos snaps his fingers and he kills John Wick's dog. <laughs> and I was just like, I was just like, really, guys? Yeah. <laughs> and you see the dog like fading or whatever. Yeah, that's. Uh, but yeah, so uh, it would have been. That one was hilarious. It would be really interesting if they kind of made the script uh, a, a meta story about like James Gunn and himself. Uh, okay. Uh, let me see. Where were we? Oh, so it was. So my daughter's birthday was this. She got herself well. Well, the week before, before her birthday, um, you know, she wanted to go Slender Man. What a god awful movie that was! You know, and you know, she, you know, my daughter, she's at that age. Where, you know, she's on YouTube, like you know, and the, the, you know the, the the YouTuber community and that whole shit. And you know, you know, Slender Man. You know what? Eight years ago was like a big thing online, and it's. You know, it, I mean, it's kind of past its time. This movie was made way too late. 
but uh, you know, she likes Slender Man. She she not that she believes in it, but it's sort of like to her that's her urban legend. You know, Slender Man is her Freddy Krueger. You know, to watch right, 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 right. So uh, you know, she wanted to see it, and then, like you know, and and like you know, first I'm like, oh, it's a horror movie, but it's PG thirteen. Yeah, and like, and like you know, and don't be wrong, like she, well, okay. Let me back that up a little bit. PG thirteen is the new rated R these days with some of most of these horror films, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Like you have to literally you have to literally kick it into high gear to get a rated R for some of these horror films. I mean it's sort of like you know, she's seen like murder like not murder like blood and shit like that, because like like she's watched like John Carpenter's the thing, you know what I'm saying? You know, like you know, blood and stuff like that does Freak her out. She because she watches all these uh, like YouTube. She watch. Uh, I mean, speaking of watching YouTube, she first she you know being a girl whatever she was watching these makeup tutorials. Then the makeup tutorials kind of transformed to like the special effects makeup tutorials, like yeah. as opposed to just being pretty. Like you know, here's I make myself like a zombie or look I have a, piece, a, a glass bottle coming out of my head and it's bleeding. So she like she likes like horror and blood and garden. And I she of course she knows it's fake. And so oh daddy I want to go see Slender Man. And I said, they, I didn't even know the fucking movie was, I didn't even know it existed. And I, I, you, know, I, I you know, popped on my phone and I said, oh, it is a Slender Man. And I, and I said, oh, shit. You know, like, uh, at first I'm thinking, oh, fuck, it's an R-rated movie. And I was like, it's PG-13. And I'm like, all right, fuck it, you know. And we went to the theater and boy, and we saw it, you know, we didn't sit in your chain. <laughs> and it's, you know, <laughs> Paul That's what you get, you motherfucker. Because well, I don't. Were the, was your theater even giving it or giving it? Yes, we were giving it out to people. Well, I'm saying, did you even have it in, in your theater? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I think from where we were, we were like a bus, like, and it was one of those things where she made it. I looked it up, and it was like, oh, if we hop on the bus right now, we can get to the, you know, like the set or whatever. So went to go see Slender Man. And it was in one of those theaters that had the reclining seats. And it was sort of about this whole thing, like, since the movie was boring, and I'm sitting in this fucking reclining seat, like, I, just, I fucking, I, like, I had, a, she had to, like, keep, like, tapping me on the shoulder, like, you know, tapping my arm to, uh, to wake me up. And, uh, well, the, well the, you know, there was one of those, you could lift the armrest, so she was, like, lean, stuff like that. She enjoyed it. She said it was scary, you know, but as I guess, you know, it's one of those things, like, you know, you got to do it for your kid. So we went to go see Slender Man. Uh, her birthday... Her birthday came, and then my dad got her a hoverboard, and you know. But she's been she's her neighbor's friend, you know. Her neighbor, her mom's neighbor, and a friend of hers uh, has one. So so she's had plenty of practice on 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 the. This is fucking nice. This thing is built like a fucking tank. It's pretty strong, (coughs) and uh, you know. So we went, and like her mom lives like two and a half miles from my house. So we had so. I picked her up at her mom's house, and I'm like, "All right, let's let's just see how far this will go." And we damn near made it house. We were like five blocks away. That being said, she was also like, you know, dancing with it and playing with it and going around. All, you know, if, and like if had we gone straight without stopping or playing or anything like that, we probably would have made it to house like two and a half miles. And and <coughs> just to get all the features out of the way, I was also I also had the Bluetooth Bluetooth going. There's a fucking Bluetooth speaker built in this thing, and. Uh, so it's funny, like, when, you know, when we're going through the areas, and, you know, it's a nice summer day, and people are outside, and, like, she's playing, like, you know, I, I was playing through my phone, like, Michael Jackson music, and hang on the, she likes Michael Jackson. So that was, uh, that was, uh, let's see. All right, something that just came in my feed, uh, I saw it, like, two, three days ago, but it also saw it today. The show Big Bang <clears throat> Theory is coming to an end. 
Yeah, I saw that. And all these people, like, I know people didn't like Big Bang. And, but it's like, fucking people hated that show. Like, so many people were like, oh, I'm so happy it's over. And it's funny because I'm usually the guy that hates things. I mean, you know, I'm usually the guy that I fucking hate this, I hate that. And see all these people, like, really getting all excited. And I'm like, it was a stupid, yeah, it was a stupid show. Yeah, I'll admit, it's a stupid show. But it's like, how could you have so much hate for such a stupid show that, like, it didn't bother, you know, it's not bothering you or anything. Like, and I'm like, oh, you know, it depicts nerds in a poor light and stuff like that. Like, you know. And I'm like, it's the same thing with Tsunami. Yeah. People are like, oh, it's going to die. It's going to die. And I'm like, it's not dead. Mm-hmm. It's got some of the best shows on it right now. Show. <laughs> it, it, there's every single community, whether it be Bang, Big Bang Theory, Star Wars, uh, um, Sex in the City. I mean, there's Sex in the City. Yeah, yeah. I might be going way out there by saying Sex in the City, but uh, Tsunami, Star Trek, whatever. It's There's always this there's always going to be people in that community that either want something to die mm-hmm. or it's not good enough for them, so it, they want it to die. You know, stuff like that. It's really yeah. stupid. So at the end of the day, you're kind of just sitting there going... <laughs> but yeah, I mean... It is what it is, you know? Yeah, it's it's just... You know, I, I can't believe that people are like, oh, I'm so glad it's over. And they're like, yeah, what about like... Like, when the... Like when the, the the big thing years years ago, like fake geek girl, the girl's like, oh, I read comic books, and you know, like they put on like glasses that they don't even have a prescription for. You know, oh, I play games, you know, stuff like like they they swore up and down. Yeah, but you gotta, but see now, like you're seeing some of the hottest girls that I've ever seen, mm-hmm. like being cosplay girls. You make some good fucking money on that shit. Well, too. yeah, but that's that's a different thing. And then the whole thing is that, like, but you gotta understand that that kind of spun off of that. Yes, cosplay has always been there. But once girls, like girls that were pretending to be nerdy, started doing it, they were really hot. Some of them discovered that they actually make a fucking living off of being a cosplayer. And they actually, you know, it, it's, it, it kind of goes both ways, you know what I mean? So that kind of didn't really hurt anything. It just kind of spun something off that a lot of ladies are actually getting to. Because let's face it. There are girls out there that are closet nerds that don't be say something, and they're some of the hottest bitches you've ever seen in your whole fucking <laughs> life. But you know, it's you know, it, we, the nerd community has become has become accepted. Yeah. So you know, you can be a nerd and do whatever the fuck you want now. Well, it's just I just find it like when a girl's like, <laughs> "I'm such a nerd. I love Game of Thrones." Like, yeah, Game of Thrones like one of the best shows ever made. You know, I haven't watched Game of Thrones in fucking five years or whatever. But, I mean, you know, it's like, oh, I watch Game of Thrones, I'm such a, such a nerd. And I'm like, Game of Thrones is a good show. It has nothing to do with being a nerd, you know. It's like, oh, so Game of Thrones, okay, so uh, how much money do you want? <laughs> like, seriously, like, it's like, you sit there and you see some of these girls and you're just like, listen, <laughs> I am not going to pay to see you naked. Stop trying to fucking yeah. make it out like that. Because it just seems like a lot of the internet today is just like... Oh, I'm gonna do this to attract you, and then when you actually start messaging somebody, it's some fucking cam girl that wants you to whatever. I've seen that happen to a couple people, and I'm just like, it's just ridiculous at this point. Yeah. Thank God Craigslist and everything is gone, because that that just made things worse. Oh yeah, Craigslist killer. <laughs> that I don't even think that was from the personals. That was somebody was selling something. He went to go buy it, and then in the parking lot he stabbed somebody. I think it was, if I remember correctly. I don't know. Uh, it, it's it's a crazy world, man. But yeah, I mean, Bang, Big Bang Theory leaving. I mean, that's 
But it's it's just so weird to see the hate that it's getting. And, and that's, uh, the funny thing is, it's come from me because I usually fuck. I when I hate something, I fuck it. But it's like they weren't. They were like, oh, it's offensive to nerds. It wasn't like they were trying. It's like, oh, let's make fun of nerds and stuff. They were just like, here's these weird fucking characters who happen to be nerds, and you know, it's just it's so weird to see. Like it's it's so weird being on the opposite side of the fence for once. Like, why are you people well, hating it so fucking much? You know, and so people just again people. It's almost like it's accepted to hate on something, and yeah. and it's getting, it's to the point where a lot of us, you know, we try to like with example for tsunami, we try to kind of ignore all of that stuff because at the end of the day, it kind of makes it not fun anymore. Yeah. So I I try. That's why I don't go on Twitter as much. I'll, I'll keep an eye on it. I'll you know it'll be more. I'll keep an eye on like the bigger accounts, but. Like, even my personal account, I'm not on there as much because there's too much hate. Facebook, in some ways, is even worse. Yeah. Like, you know, and it and it's just, you know, lit, learn to like what you have. Like, because tomorrow, it could just be gone. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, it is weird, yeah, that we live, like, in a golden age of stuff. You know, and it's, you know. I, but, the you know, the, the funny part to me is, like. Big Bang Theory is one of those shows that came out before the Netflix. I mean, Netflix was kind of starting around then, but before all these streaming services. And the point that I'm trying to make to that is, is a show like Big Bang Theory was able to be as big, <laughs> big because you know they were able to have the platform for millions of people to watch them. Now... Think about how many series are out there that are that were on Netflix, that were on Hulu, uh, Amazon Prime. Um, the point I'm trying to make is is they don't get that much they don't get that much of a viewing audience because not everybody has the streaming services, you know. And now, luckily, Netflix. I'm hoping Netflix is starting to do this. They're starting to license out some of their their series. I think that's that's now how people are going to start to see it more. Because face it, people are watching more cable and satellite still than they are watching a Netflix or a whatever. They're watching either on normal cable or satellite or they're watching on YouTube TV or uh, Sling or PS View. You know? So Big Bang Theory is lucky in the fact that they were able to do all this before all this crap. Yeah, you know, and we're and we're successful. Yeah, like, you know, Big Bang Theory. Like, you got when you see the ratings, and it's like, and of course, it like sporting events and shit like that. Like those, those sporting events got like number one ratings because you know, CBS. Like, CBS has always had really good luck with yeah. series. Yeah, so to, to have a to have a a sitcom, the fucking top ten. Yeah, it's just fucking. You know, it's it's, it's unhold. It's unheard of now because you know, in in a world where ratings are kind of doing this. As we go on, and what I'm doing is it's going down. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's really interesting to see a series like this kind of actually, and I'm I'm sure it probably could have gone a couple more seasons, but yeah. you know, I mean, a series like this has lasted because you know there's you know the reality shows and these reality shows they got like I mean, when I say reality the competition shows <clears throat> the, the, the America's Got Talent and American Idol and shit like that where like. You kind of have to watch it that night, yeah, because everyone's gonna be talking well, and, about and, it tomorrow. And, and the part of the radio. problem, part of the problem is, is you know, this is something I've been talking about, like on the Tsunami Faithful podcast. I think I've talked about it a little bit on here. Is there's way too many services out there now, mm-hmm. so 
you're getting into the, all these again. You're again. You you don't have enough money. I don't know about you, but I don't have like all this money to drop on a DC service, a Netflix, a Hulu, a Amazon Prime. Don't don't on Amazon Prime. It sucks. Um, <laughs> uh, and then on top of that, getting cable. You know what I'm saying? Like by the time you're done, you're spending like two three hundred dollars a month for everything that you truly want. And it's like at this point, I don't want that. You know, I'm I'm busy at work anyways. I'm not gonna watch every single thing, so. You know, it's just it's it's getting to a point where they got to kind of figure out what they're gonna do with stuff with stuff lately. Cause, uh, you know. we we did address that last episode. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, two other things before we go. Um, I've been watching Castle Rock, and I've I've mentioned it before. I just watched episode seven this morning, as before before everybody. Uh, I gotta say, <laughs> like episodes four, five, and six really started fucking slacking so strong. And then four, five, and six, such fucking filler episodes. But luckily, like episode seven, kind of tied up a couple of loose ends. It's starting to get good again. So I mean, I, if, like if you haven't watched Castle Rock, and I think I, I haven't put too much thought into it. I think you kind of have to watch four, five, and six just to get all the, the loose ends that happen end up in episode seven. I believe it's only a ten episode run. But so for right now, we're we're four for three. <laughs> you know, four good ones, three bad ones. Uh, so far, um, I'm hoping that, you know, like, if it's like you know, three good, three bad, and I hope there'll be another. I hope the next four are good. Uh, but uh, been watching that, and uh, sort of in the same vein, you know, we're talking about Game of Thrones and HBO, uh, the Watchmen series. What's that say? Oh shit! As yeah. a as we're recording this right now, Robin Leitch of Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Path was seventy six. Yeah. Oh wow, that was. That was cribs before cribs, <laughs> and I'm I'm 99 sure like that's like somewhere someone should link like uh, lifestyles of rich and famous when they did Donald Trump because because uh, <laughs> you know like I I remember watching the Donald Trump one uh, when I was a kid but yeah back before cribs was a thing. Uh, that was the show, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, where they would follow celebrity and you know, and the celebrity show. You know, here's my giant fucking house, and you know, here's me getting on a, my own private jet, and then you know, being picked up at the airport by my limo, and you know, just ridiculous amounts of money. You know, and it's, and don't get me wrong, it's fucking disgusting how, how well some people, but of course, you know, it's entertaining, and you know, I can't, I can't deny Robin Leach his props for like. You know what? People want to see this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're you're a horrible human being for showing us it, but we kind of want to see it. So I get, you know, it, it, it you know it, it it has its place in history. So everyone does their Robin Leach lifestyles of the rich and famous, and his Robin things Leach. you can't afford. You poor piece of shit. Um, like I was uh the uh HBO has released a teaser. Which I guess if you want to say. For the Watchmen series, which is coming in, uh, it's in the Watchmen font. It's in the yellow and black, uh, and it says, and so uh, it's been speculated. And I think I don't want to say confirmed, but I think it's been speculated. But there's a lot of facts pointing that this is going to be the world after, and it, and it's not necessarily like so technically, they say the show is following the comic, not the movie. But the movie was so accurate. The movie was so close to the the book that, um, you know, the, uh, you know, you could kind of say it is a it is kind of a continuation of the, uh, 
Um, that being said, you know, the movie didn't have a chance like the comics did to go to the original Watchmen and the original uh, Minutemen and so on. So I'm wondering if maybe those characters or, or, or things related to those characters are, are going to show up. Um, I know they showed on the scene. I've seen on the scene, behind the scenes, you know, pictures of like Don Johnson, it's like a cop, but like, you know, like a, like a cop in like a dress uniform, stuff like that. So that's going to be interesting. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, cops in a world where, you know, the, the superheroes are there because, you know, the, the cops <laughs> are on strike or whatever. And, 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 but then people didn't trust the superheroes. So, yeah. you know, it's having a, and especially that he's an old cop, meaning that he's been around since like when the Watchmen were, you know, before the Watchmen, after the Watchmen. So that's going to be interesting. Um, David Lindelof is handling the show. And he was pretty much, after J.J. Abrams left uh, Lost, he was, you know, it became his baby. So people hated Lost, so I'm kind of worried. You know, David Lindelof, he, he kind of has a spotty track record. You know, I think his heart is in the right place, but you know, he's not good with payoffs. I mean, J.J. Abrams. <laughs> and uh, so I'm sort of, you know, I, I, like, I'm excited. But I'm also sort of like, you know, I'm also just really, you know, and I've been reading the, the DC Doomsday Clock series where it's uh, it's uh, the Justice League meets the Watchmen. Issue six now. And the funny thing, I bought issue six. I just haven't, like, I want to sit down and read it. Like, I want to, like, you know, light a candle, turn off the lights, you know. <laughs> I want to read it, like, uh, you know, in a peaceful, calm environment. And I haven't had five minutes to, like, sit down and, and read it. But yeah. uh, so far, it's good. And once again, that that story also takes place at the Watchmen. And that, I don't think David Lindelof is going to tie in with clock at all. But, you know, um, where in theory uh, Watchmen was like in 1988 <coughs> or something like that. Like, the, it was supposed to be year when it came out. Uh, this, or should I say an alternate 1988. Like, Doomsday Clocks takes place like in 92. You know, coinciding with like the death of Batman. Uh, death of Superman. So... You know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see both, you know, and they have all these, like, before Watchmen books. I see them in the library, like, you know, the, the big, like, the compiled books, you know, so I don't have to go out and buy them. Right. So I've been thinking about reading them before Watchmen, but those are written by different people, and it wasn't written by Alan Moore. And, you know, I think, like, Lindelof is kind of, you know, I think he's going to try to stick to Alan Moore's material. Um, you know, definitely uh, Jeff Loeb, the guy who's doing Doomsday, he's definitely sticking to Alan Moore's so, like, the before Watchmen, it's, like, it's kind of connected, but not really, because, you know, it's, like, fiction. You know, it's, it's extended universe shit. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we uh, no, call it a that's, day? That's about yeah. it. I think I've made too many sob stories, so. <laughs> well, thank you, well, you know, thank you for listening, and let's uh, go through our, our outro. Uh, wait, oh, it's, it's time. Let's wrap this up. That's Hopefully it. that's what she said. <laughs> Uh, please visit two strangers one podcast.net where you can find all things show related. You can find links to our iTunes page where you can uh, <coughs> you know download our show on an iPhone and iPad and iPod, even though who the fuck has an iPod anymore? You know, the show's it's a podcast. Who the fuck has a pod a iPod anymore? You know, I I wonder if I could buy one now. Uh, <laughs> you know, what's shit. If I if I could if I could have an iPod without having to use iTunes, I would do it. But you can find us on iTunes, <laughs> uh, Two Strangers, One Podcast. If you don't have an iPhone, an iPad, or an iPod, you can download us on, download us on, download us on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Actually, I think Stitcher's for Apple also, but uh, primarily for Android devices, you can put it on the Listen Later option and download and listen offline option. 
So when you're in a Wi-Fi spot, you can download all your episodes, like I like on here in Paul's house, and then uh, listen to them later. So without killing your battery, without killing your data, uh, you know, go out. And that's pretty much, you know, when I'm commuting, so can taking care of stuff during the day, I listen to podcasts at home, and I listen to, you know, my podcasts. You know, I'm taking care of shit around the house, or I'm taking a bath. You know, I like to, I like to, I listen to, so actually in my house, I actually take a bath. I don't have a shower, so I listen to podcasts when I do that. Uh, I used to say. Chris Hardwick's Nerdist that he hasn't had an episode on in a while, but you can you can listen to you know uh, Mark Maron and Adam Carolla and Kevin Smith's Smodcast, and of course Paul's other baby Tsunami Faithful podcast. That's right. Are all available on the Stitcher app. That's S T I T C E R. Um, and probably I'll be honest with you, I know the Tsunami Faithful podcast is like pretty much on every site except Spotify, which we're gonna work on that. Mm-hmm. I think Two Strangers One Podcast probably is in the same. Um, what happens is if a lot of people like your podcast, they'll burn Android apps. Because there's, you got to understand, there's like 50 different goddamn Android apps out there. So uh, for podcasts, so um, we're probably on some other ones too. So just if like for example, Overcast, you've heard of Overcast, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we're on that too. If you have a different podcast app and you want us on there, uh, you just have to. I believe there's a way to request it. And then they can add it to your feed. So uh, if you like us and you want to listen to us and you want us on your podcast app, you have to do that. So uh, and, and please do do that. And our feed is on SoundCloud, which is for both devices. You can find us on SoundCloud. Search for Strangers One Podcast. Uh, that's where we actually host the files. If you want yep. to download them, you know, if you don't download them your app, you can download them directly from SoundCloud. I make sure that every episode is downloadable. Uh, you can go back and listen to about two years worth of uh, podcasts on there. If you don't have, if you want to listen to even before that, the other six plus years of Two Strangers One Podcast, you can go and, and listen to old episodes on you. Just search for Two Strangers One Podcast. Um, you can watch my Stranger Vlogs, which I had two ready to go that I haven't released yet because I'm an asshole. Uh, all right. Once again, SoundCloud is where you'll find us originally. I'm pretty sure that's where you get the RSS feed if you want, because that's all these all these other Android. All there are is this RSS feed catchers. Um, shit. What else? If you want to write us, like Oscar has in the past, you can write us at two series one podcast at mail dot com. Uh, go easy on on Paul. Just don't bash him. And I oh shit. I should have mentioned this a while. Uh, Oscar had said some pretty fucking nasty things a couple episodes back. And I, we kind of laughed, and it was my fault. I, I should have offended her. And so I kind of just want to publicly, publicly apologize to Jen. One, for just, like, reading it. I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm such a fucking pathetic person that I like any attention, even if it's negative. So, like, you can call me a fat fucking piece of shit. And at least, like, like at least you're thinking about me, you know. And he had said some nasty fucking things about Jen. So I just wanted to, one, apologize to Jen for, like, reading that on, on here. And also telling Oscar, like, I'm saying it here in public, don't fucking come after again. Uh, you know, leave leave her out of it. You know, if you want to talk about, you know, she is, she is part of the history of the show and everything like that. But if you say anything else insulting, uh, you know, I, I'm definitely not going to read it on the on the air. And it's not like a censorship or anything like that. It's just, you know... I, I, just try I, to be, just try to be more considerate. I, I should have been a better friend and defended her back then. I'm such a once again. I came at it from my own weird point of view, where like any yeah. negative, uh, any any negative fucking uh, feedback is still feedback. And so uh, you know, not to censor you, but you know, if you're gonna go after her, it's not gonna be right on the air. Yeah. Um, let me see. You know, and I don't want to get all serious. I mean, I like Oscar and I like his feedback. And once again, I I, I crave fucking any kind of attention, but. Uh, 
you know, I, I unfortunately, you know, it splashed and hit my friends, you know, and, and it, it shouldn't have. Uh, well, that's it. I can't think of any. Oh, I acquiesced for you. Yeah, that would be nice. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Biscrillo. You can uh, email me. It's paulbiscrillo at tunamifaithful.com. I don't have it. I don't use Ask anymore because it was getting really annoying and fucking up with my phone. So I decided to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. It was just asking me random questions, and I'm just like, these aren't people asking me questions, so fuck it. Um, and then um, I'm also on our Tsunami Fable Discord. Um, there's various, and I'm sure we'll put another one up to invite more people to our Discord. But um, on the Tsunami Fable Discord, you can just do at Paul Biscrillo, and I will respond. So. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's about it. Maybe, maybe Chris will start one when he gets internet and starts playing video games again and yeah, that's whatever. Gonna be, yeah, that's gonna be weird when I start, you know, I have it in my house again. So, yeah, I know, we get to, we can do this over the thing. <laughs> so much easier. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening as fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Strangers in One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fapping. Or at least that's what he says. Ooh, yeah. Can you dig it, sucker? All right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double it? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. And punny. But... Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with a materialistic Lynette. Oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, It sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively... Sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. I I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her. Fucking, she's impressed. I am. Summer, she got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher uh, Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like... Hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. This is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. 
I don't want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it still. Lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard, for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on, come! I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information at Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker, and his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it, and you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.